0: yo 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 grace and peace guys welcome to another episode of all things theology where i'm your host k-dub and today i want to talk about eshaun burgundy i want to talk about christmas and i want to talk about jeremiah 10 uh so we will dive into a little bible study today so i hope you're ready hope you're looking forward to being interactive i i hope to answer some of your questions and maybe some of your concerns but before we get into that before we get into that Make sure you like this video. If you're not subscribed to the channel, subscribe. Stick around for a while. I hope the content you hear, you enjoy. And always, click the notification bell so that you're aware when I drop new episodes. All right. Let's buckle up. (laughs) Hope you guys had a good Christmas. Hope you guys are looking forward to the new year. Lord willing, right? Uh, what i did on christmas i gathered with friends uh some people from church church family i would say and man we just gathered and uh we just had a good time man uh remember the incarnation talking theology uh things like that nothing too crazy um had a good time it was uh it, it was it's good to be around believers on the holidays i will say that so how was your christmas i'll, I'll ask you guys that but if you've been following my channel for some while, you've seen that I've, uh, I've, let's see, been journaling, documenting Ishan Burgundy's uh, progression into his Hebrew Israelite beliefs. Yes, Ishan Burgundy is a Hebrew Israelite, um, and I stated when, when he, um, when he came out saying that that you would see a further progression of his beliefs. And I, and I believe we're starting to see some of that um, grace and peace guys, grace and peace. Um, and so, <laughs> like I said, I look forward to answering some of your questions, things like this. Great. Glad you had a good Christmas Marcos. But yes, I I want to document the Eshan Burgundy's further progression into his Hebrew Israelite beliefs. And I'm gonna show that by going to his Twitter page. On his Twitter page, he makes it very clear of his direction and his progression. Um you know, there's some nuances even in that, but man if you guys are ready, I'm ready to get right into it. I want to talk about uh ishan burgundy and i want to talk about this christmas issue i want to talk about the christmas tree and i want to talk about is jeremiah is jeremiah 10 about christmas is it condemning the uh, practice of christmas or at least the christmas tree well i want to get into that i want to get into that and so let me share my screen here Grace and peace, dear woke Christian. Glad to see you here, man. Let me go to Ishan Burgundy's page, and I want to show you guys something. All right, <laughs> it's quite humorous. Uh, but yeah, so around the Christmas time, uh, um, Eshaan Burgundy went on a kind of rant about the Christmas holiday, and 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 I, I distinguish Christmas from um worldly christmas uh so hopefully we can distinguish those two so you can get a better understanding of what i'm coming from i'm not arguing for santa so let's make that clear right now so nevertheless right here uh yeah you guys can see my twitter page uh or Eshawn Burgundy's twitter page is where it all started gang gang and he's right all the all christmas so <laughs> Surprise, I'm not blocked. <laughs> well, funny enough, I, I don't really interact with him. I don't really cause I know because I know he won't he won't interact back with me. So it's I don't I don't think I've I don't think I've ever even tweeted at Ishaan Burgundy. Maybe a couple times. But when I saw that he wasn't he didn't want any interaction and when his wife emailed me, pretty much saying like <laughs> leave us alone, I was like, okay, well. They clearly don't want a conversation with me. Alright, so uh where's this tweet at right here? Cause this cause this one goes into Christmas as well with this uh lady right here if you can see. But this is the one where he clearly is talking about Christmas and um funny enough, I think it's Sid Roth who's uh <laughs> anyways, never mind. Uh look what verse he quotes. You guys can see that? Jeremiah 10, 34, right? Jeremiah 10, 34. Now, if you've been dealing with any kind of Hebrew roots movement, if you've, uh, you know, I, I feel that sometime, at, you know, around Christmas, around the holidays, this verse comes up. Every, every year, <laughs> you got people throwing this verse around as if it's a condemnation of uh, Christmas, as if it's a condemnation of uh, a Christmas tree, uh, uh, the tradition in general. I'm going to show how this verse isn't. Now, if you're arguing, hey, look, I don't celebrate Christmas, me and my family, then okay. You know, hey, I, I have no, I have no issue with that. Cause guess what? I, I don't have a Christmas, I i don't have a Christmas tree in my home. I, I don't really do the present deal, but I don't go around condemning people who do. <laughs> it's, it's, it's cause it's not sin. Yeah. He had the, uh, the wife email me. <laughs> uh, I, I, I think I did a video about that, but nevertheless, so, look, he says, he quotes Jeremiah 10, thir- three and 4. Thus saith the Yah, learn not the way of the heathen. The customs of the people are vain. One cuts a tree out of the forest. They deck it with silver and with gold. They fasten it with nails and with hammers, that it move not. And when you first glance at this, most people who are, I- I'll be honest, I'll, I'll say it like this, who are, who are not aware of scripture, who, who do not understand the context, think that, This scripture verse is actually against the uh, Christmas tree. And so he has a couple interactions, which I thought were interesting. So uh, Jesse Norwood and funny enough, I'm uh, a I'm Facebook friends with him. So I uh, I I messaged him when I saw this and I was like, man, it's kind of I said, wow. (laughs) He was like, yeah, I know. So he he quotes the next verse. Do not be afraid in them, for they cannot do evil, nor can they do any good. Jeremiah 10, 5. And uh, Eshan quotes back and says in verse 2, he says to not learn their ways. That's a command to not worship their idols. Verse 5 says not to be afraid because they're powerless. It's not a pass to a race, verse 2. So he's saying, well, it's all condemning Christmas, you know, uh, the uh, Christmas customs. It seems like that's Eshan Burgundy's point. Um, jesse responds again although i agree that we shouldn't idol worship i'm not sure this fits the context of the church we are one in christ but jeremiah 10 is not referring to christmas uh, to a christmas tree shalom my beloved comrade much love and respect we just vibe differently uh, jesse's absolutely right <laughs> in case you uh are wondering jeremiah jeremiah 10 is not about christmas it's not a condemnation of Christmas or the Christmas tree. And I, I'm, I'm going to demonstrate that in a second. I'm going to go to the verse and I'm going to show, show that. And he says, here is Ishan's Burgundy response back. Now, I want you guys to hear this um, because Ishan has a position and there's no amount of evidence that will convince him, not even the Bible. Look at, look at what his response back. With all due respect. You're going to have to bow at that tree in order to pick up them presents, beloved. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? (laughs) Yeah, what? So, bowing to pick up presents, if, if one does that, right, means you're worshiping this idol well let's carry Eshaan Burgundy's consistency because the bowing before something means uh all right you know it's not a matter of the heart if all right just bowing means worship then I guess hey when when one engages he he proposes to his wife guess what he's worshiping (laughs) you see how silly this sounds um, you know, oh yes, we, we're 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 going to get into that in a second, Big Yehuda. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, <laughs> get your boy, man. So, guess what? If you if you um go to tie your son's shoes, guess what? Because he's unable to tie his shoes, you have to bow, bend down to do it. Guess what? You just worshiped your son. It's idolatry. I'm I'm going to hold Eshan to consistency because this is a silly point. I, I don't care your perspective on Christmas like you can do it. You cannot. That, that's not the point of this video. The point of this video is not to take passages out of context. And I'm going to actually show you how Ishan does that with Jeremiah 10. And he actually misses the greater argument. There's a greater argument for idolatry than this. And so, uh, he retweets this other uh, this guy from just downtown. I don't know who this is. <laughs> yeah, right. It prescribes two says, "Better not kneel down to change a tire." <laughs> right. Otherwise, you're worshiping the car. Right. I, I mean, let's let's hold Ishan to consi- consistency here. Right. Let's let's hold him to consistency uh he's retweeted this was just on the call with my mom explaining why christmas ain't honoring our y'all and i came to tears because it hit me how y'all feels when we are making an excuse to do what he said not to do okay well show me a verse that says do not uh do not celebrate christmas and and, and i'm, I'm going to say this this is my view of christmas christmas is a time where we contemplate maybe more so than other seasons the birth of Christ, i.e., his incarnation, and so that's what it is for me. I, I, don't put the the commercialized version of uh, Christmas on me, because you're not, you're not speaking to me at that point. And I think that's how many Christians do feel. Um, but I, I just want to show you the gathering or the 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 many people. Shout out to Gabriel Hughes. If oh yeah, watch this video, guys, if you want to know our christmas trees pagan he does a good job of uh breaking it down i want to show you guys um that this has nothing to do with christmas but i want to show you also um the following that ishan is gathering because remember i told you when he first claimed that he was a hebrew israelite that he would get further into more one west views now if you guys know me know the hebrew is like distinction between one west and non-one west you know what i mean i'm not going to uh go in to explain that but l- let me just show you the people that are liking this views uh this 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 post because he he likes to separate himself i'm not like the crazy guys on the streets okay um i, I want to show you something so the the people who are like y'all chosen Tazaria israel um watch this one. Uh Southern Kingdom Judean. <laughs> okay. Uh watch this. Kaliah, Kaliah, Ben Israel. And, and if you can see real close, this guy is an IUIC. Repentant Israelite commandment keeper, husband, father. So this guy's is an IS, IMC. Kwame Yasharala. Hmm. Very uh now. If you know anything about one west, that's a very common is uh one west phrase meaning rise israel. It's usually something they do to uh when they're out at camp and they they feel like they embarrassed uh uh a uh, edomite they get an edomite to kiss their boots. They'll say a phrase like kwam yasharala. Just letting you know the people whom whom is now being attracted to Ishan's uh you know fame what what notoriety whatever you want to whatever you want to use, okay? So more Yasan, um zion um just showing you guys like who 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 are the people that are like and i'm sure if i went through more posts i'd see very similar stuff like that okay all right let me go to jeremiah 10 i got my logos up let's get it jeremiah 10 hold on a second let me do oh, and right now, guys, if you're watching, make sure to like this video. Uh, yeah, like the video, man. And like I said, if you guys have any questions, you want to interact, I want this video to be interactive. Um, feel free to drop a comment. But let's start with uh, verse one, chapter 10 of Jeremiah. And notice uh, what the Logos titles this uh, a section, a satire on, on, on idolatry and. As we go through it, you will definitely see that it is a satire on idolatry. So let's go through it. Uh, Verse one. Hear the word which the Lord speaks to you, O house of Israel. Thus saith the Lord, do not learn the way of the nations and do not be terrified by the signs of the heavens. Although the nations are terrified by them, for the customs of the peoples are delusion. Because it is wood cut from the forest. The work of the hands of a craftsman with a cutting tool. They decorate it with silver and with gold. They fasten it with nails and with hammers so that it will not totter. Like a scarecrow in a cucumber field are they and they cannot speak. They must be carried because they cannot walk. Do not fear them for they can do no harm. Nor can they do any good. Verse six. Verse, I mean, it's like, man, where do you stop? Uh, I, I, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep reading this. Notice it's, it's, it's all supposedly addressed in Christmas, right? <laughs> there is none like you, O Lord. You are great, and great is your name and might. Who would not fear you, O king of, eight, of the nations? Indeed, it is your due. For among all the wise men of the nations and in their kingdom, in all their kingdoms, there is none like you. But they are altogether stupid and foolish in their discipline of delusion. Their idol is wood. Hmm. Beaten silver is brought from Tarshish and gold from Euphrates. The work of a craftsman and the hands of a goldsmith, violet and purple are their clothing. They are all the work of skilled men, but the Lord is the true God; He is the living God, and the everlasting King. At His wrath, the earth quakes, and the nations cannot endure His indignation. And so, I mean, we could read on and read on and just show, even verse verse 14: Every man is stupid, devoid of knowledge. Every goldsmith is put to shame by his idols, for his molten images are deceitful, and there is no breath in them. I mean, on and on and on. All right, you, we, we get the point, I believe. Um hold on. Did I? okay, yeah. We get the point. Let me uh read some uh commentaries on this. I just want to show you the historical context makes uh what uh Eshan Burgundy says uh laughable. Very laughable. Let's read uh Let's read here. Hope you guys are still with me. Oh, yes, I'm on my, I'm on that uh, Logos 9, man. <laughs> Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Let's read this. It says. The first 16 verses of chapter 10 are parenthetical. Before continuing his discussion of the coming exile, Jeremiah focused on the nature of the God who will bring his judgment. God addressed the whole, uh, entire house of Israel uh, and which excluded the northern kingdom already in exile and explained the foolishness of Id- idols. Israel was not supposed to learn the ways of idols practiced by the nations around her. Now I'm going to ask you this question. This question was already asked uh, in the chat or brought up. Did those, did the Israelites who were in captivity and in, in, in Babylon or, you know, seeing the other nations, did they have any concept of Christmas at this time? And the, you know, you asked that question. The answer is quite, Obviously, no, of course not. They had no idea of Christmas around this time. So is God giving a meaningless command, which for them to not do? It it, seemed, it would seem quite silly God telling them, hey, don't drive in a Mercedes when there's no Mercedes at that time. So why would he, you know, if you see the parallel, why would he give them a command on don't don't worship the Christmas tree if the Christmas trees aren't around it would seem very silly. Let me continue on this. Nor was she to be terrified by the signs of the sky. These signs. And I thought this was a very interesting. Re, um, referring back to the text. These signs uh, or the sky was most likely uh, uh, unusual occurrences such as eclipses or comets, which were thought to be signs of coming judgment, coming events given by the gods. And so this was a kind of very idolatrous uh, view of uh, creation and, and the sky that um, the babylonians had and so uh, move, re- reading on such practices were idols such idolatrous practice were worthless uh, because the gods being honored were created by their worshipers a person would chop down a tree give the wood to a craftsman who fashioned it to the desired shape this god was then covered with silver and tree silver sorry silver and gold and fastened to a base so that it would not totter Once the God was made by man, it had to be carried to its destination. It was as lifeless as a scarecrow in a melon patch, which the verse does uh, reference. Certainly such a God could not speak to impart knowledge to its followers. So God exhorted his people not to fear those false ideals. The idols had no power to harm those who disregarded them or power to do any good for those who followed. Absolutely, brother. (laughs) no absolutely um so Eshan states that this verse is about Christmas the Christmas tree um we we've already asserted the foolishness and what what ultimately what what is Jeremiah doing he he's engaging in a polemic he's it's a little sarcasm if you actually read the text again there's there's some sarcasm if you notice what uh Jeremiah is saying. It, once you get to, you know, after verse six, where he talks about great is the Lord and great is your name, and your might. Um, but well sorry, before that, he says they must be carried because they cannot walk. Right. And thus, we shouldn't fear them. He's, it's a little sarcasm, sarcasm there. I mean, even verse eight, they're stupid and foolish. I, I hope you can see the sarcasm from uh, <laughs> uh, Jeremiah. Uh Another. Um, commentary uh, says the nonsense of bowing down to what merchants have imported and craftsmen have made is mere mercil- mercilessly teased. He's he's mocking here. He, here These men are who who create their idols by hand, by wood. Um, and guess what? They're carving their actual idol. That's not actually done with the Christmas tree. eshan Burgundy. Um, and they're going down to worship it commentary goes, how foolish to worship artifacts or even God's own handiwork instead of living, instead of the living God himself. And so. I mean, just this, this, um, just this polemic that's offered is, is incredible. I, I do want to get to a couple I want to uh, look at over here, if you look at here, my passage guide, because I want to show you there's some cross references that. This is this seems to be a theme that um, Jeremiah, Isaiah, the Psalmist, uh, Habakkuk, many many other um, um, biblical authors are constantly engaging in in, in very similar language. Let, let me show you what I mean. If you look at Isaiah forty verse nineteen, he said uh, uh, Isaiah says, "As for the idol, a craftsman cast it." A goldsmith's plates it with gold and a silversmith fashions chains of silver. And so, right, the, uh, you know, you would have the the goldsmith, you know, the, the um, he would make he would make uh, or the craftsman. He would make this idol and, and, and sell it to the, the pagan. And so Psalm 135, seven, he causes the vapors to ascend from the ends of the earth he may okay not that verse but Isaiah 46 7 they lift it upon the shoulders and carry it they set it in its place and it stands there and it does not move from its place though one may cry to it it cannot answer it cannot deliver him from his distress and so here you have the idea of uh, you know the the mocking of uh, the idol not being able to uh to save it, it, it. You you literally you have to carry your own God. It's that's the the humor of this. Here you are worshiping your God for um, all these things. But. Um, you know, <laughs> you're worshiping it, but you have to carry it from place to place. Isaiah 41, seven. So the craftsman encourages the smelter and he who smooths metal with hammer encourages him who beats the anvil saying of the good is a good and he fasted with nails so they will not totter. So again, this idea of you having to so that it's not blown over by the wind, <laughs> you have to nail your idol to the ground. Isn't that, in that wild? <laughs> Habakkuk 2.18. What profit is the idol when its maker has carved it? Or an image, a teacher of falsehood, for its maker trusts in his own handiwork when he f- he fashioned speeches idols. It's like so. Again, you have this very similar language from from Jeremiah used in other places of Scripture about the idol cannot speak. And so, the th- the point I'm making is that there's a greater polemic being offered about idolatry. But Ishan Burgerty wants to limit this to, um, you know. What do you say Christmas trees and just bowing before it because oh boy what about hanging of reefs well I, what about it what do you what do you mean by that i i I don't I don't know what you mean by that unless you're saying is this passage condemning the hanging of reefs well you'd have to prove that. And so m- many people do not do this a full, a um. A, a, a due service because you know they they just well silver they what what many people do is they see similarities into the text. Oh, silver, or gold that that I mean wood that's clearly talking about Christmas. But that th- that's foolery. I admit when I first came across that scripture, I thought the same thing. However, it doesn't it does take a little mental interest. Uh, energy to see the area absolutely you know you see you you actually go into the context you 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 you, you do just a little work you're like how is jeremiah talking about christmas (laughs) first and second of all who's actually bowing down and worshiping so let me say this if you are doing that stop it you're in sin okay let me get that but i've never known anyone that that's their motivation that they're carrying around their idols. And guess what? This wasn't just on a uh December 25th or on one day. This was actually custom for the pagans to carry around their idols. This wasn't just one day or one week or one season. This was this was their life. You know? This was the, this was their life. Absolutely. Especially when you take time to read the rest of the chapter. A- absolutely. You, you you read this. There's no way you can come to the conclusion. Oh, yeah, this is about Christmas, the Christmas tree. No, that's it's you you would never come come to that. Now, I was just saying because hanging wreath is an actual pagan traditions like it is like, is it OK for Christians to keep pagan traditions? Well, you're assuming your own conclusion. You're assuming Christmas is pagan. I, I'm, I reject that. I reject that Christmas is pagan Christmas historically. Now, like I say, if you're, if you're, if you're, you're speaking against the worldly uh, monetized, uh, commercialized version of Christmas. Okay, sure. But everything's commercialized, it, you know, they, they commercialize everything. But Christmas is a time particularly where Christians remember the incarnation. We come together and celebrate that Christ has come into the world. Our songs are, are, are um, you know, centered around that. And so, no, I, I reject the claim that Christmas is pagan. I reject that claim. Having a tree in your home, particularly, is not pagan. I mean, if, if we're going to go to that extreme, is having a plant in your home, pagan? You know, there there are people who have small, small bonsai trees. Now is that pagan? We, matter of fact, you have it in your yard, so now your your home is inundated with so called idols. Apparently, that's what we're being told. No, that's silly. We it, it, we have to do better. <laughs> Because there's real idolatry we can stand against. There's real idolatry we can, hey, you know, you know, come together and say, hey, this is evil. We need to stand against this. Because it's clearly idolatrous. There's 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 a lot of stuff. But we but this is very simplistic. You know. This is very simplistic. And this is a good point here. If Christmas has pagan external non-theological culture elements, how does that matter? Even if so, we don't throw out math because pagan Greeks and Babylonians did math. (laughs) That's absolutely right. (laughs) Where Where do you draw the line? You know. Idols are the focus of one's religious devotion. A tree is a decoration, not an object of worship. The argument is completely anachronistic. The cult's hermeneutic. Absolutely, Brother Landon. Yes. No one is making uh a christmas tree the center of our worship um its point we 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 are celebrating particularly uh you know there there are christmas traditions um there are th- that i think are uh you know biblical you know um like the giving of gifts you know people people participate in that and i think that's a biblical idea concept Guess what? You know, it's crazy. It's like people will give gifts all year long or, or, you know, okay, we give gifts. And then when it comes to Christmas, they're like, oh, now it's pagan. (laughs) If your concept of paganism is limited to one day, but you're doing those very things. 364 days of the week, you're a hypocrite. You're a hypocrite. Like I said, and so. The point of this video is really to show how Ishan has slipped into a cultic mindset. He slipped into a cultic mindset and and being in Hebrew Israelism produces cultic mindsets. Dear World Christian says, something I picked up from you is holding people to consistency. Keep it up, man. Yeah, man. We have to be consistent. We have to be consistent because if we're not People who actually know the text <laughs> I mean, I mean h- how are we to win people to to the Lord when we're up here just being inconsistency and 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 really we treat the Bible like this you know we'll 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 just use the Bible all out of context for our agendas. we're not to do that with the text, and so yeah man Jeremiah ten is a is a prolific text on idolatry on um, you know, um the the customs of, of, of the of the nations and, and, and like I said idolatry and so Javon Blue says, Yep, I remember when Estonian said he wasn't going to change. Little do you know I who I don't know who Estonian is. Are you are you speaking of Ishan? Um But like I said, I guess, okay, Ishan, okay. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) right. Little did he know, right? (laughs) Yeah. I remember if you watch my first, maybe my first, definitely my first, definitely my second video, but I'm pretty sure I, I, I can't imagine me not mentioning this the first time I ever covered this. I said, Ishan is going to change a lot theologically. And some of you guys still don't believe me. You're like, oh, this isn't a change. He's probably always believed this. Well, I did a little digging, you know, as a top investigative um, you know, research journalist. <laughs> yeah, boy that age well, yeah. Grace and peace, Harrison's family blogs. Um, I did some research. I, I said, you know what? Let me let me see if Ishan ever, has ever spoken about christmas in a positive light well lo and behold i I was quite surprised that finding numerous tweets uh of him telling people merry christmas of him going out celebrating christmas let me just show a brief like i said i'm not going to pull this up on the screen um you know um Oh, hold on, let me address this. J. Manuel says, by the way, guys, I only asked about paganism because that's the subject of the video. My issue with Christmas, not that, the, not that, but the idolatry of placing Santa and Rudolph above Christ. So notice I've spoken very positively about Christmas and not once have I mentioned Santa. Not once have I mentioned Rudolph. What did I say Christmas was about? I say Christmas is about the incarnation, about the time we celebrate that. You know, yeah, there's a ton of people who are wrong as well. Renzo says, there's a ton of Christians who believe the Christmas theme is pagan in origin. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, there's a lot of people who believe a lot of things. You can point to a lot of people that, that can be wrong. My point is, Jeremiah 10 is not by Christmas tree. Let me let me show you guys this. On 12-25-11, he tweets, Merry Christmas, little sis, to someone named Miss Tia Love. All right. Uh, to copyright, Merry Christmas, comrade. Check your email. To Don Cephas, Merry Christmas to you and your fam. Twelve twenty five eleven. there's what? Three positive tweets about Christmas. Now, this was on February 13, uh, 2012. My whole house is singing Donnie Hathaway's This Christmas. Word for word at the top of our lungs right now. Nobody knows why. So yeah. Um twelve twenty three eleven, me and the fam on our way to a Christmas show at church. Hashtag Dope. Twelve twenty five eleven, salute. Merry Christmas to everyone. God bless you. So yeah. Uh, Our beautiful girls getting ready for their first Christmas concert. They're both performing. 12-12-2013. 12 12 2013 I mean there's there's more I could read So it seems like man I I'm I'm turning out to be a to be a prophet of some sort <laughs> please don't put that title on me but <laughs> I think you guys know what I mean because I said this would happen This was an easy call I said look Eshan Burgundy's theology would develop the the claim that only that he's an Hebrew Israelite that, that that more more will change more will develop and I was clearly right I, I don't enjoy to see it I don't I don't enjoy to see it that's why you know I reached out that's why I make I've made these videos because I'm pointing to a concern because Ishaan Burgundy has has had a uh, major influence in the Christian hip hop community in the in that world in that sphere if you know about christian hip-hop you know about eshaun burgundy i mean it he's he's been doing it for a long time and yeah saint nick <laughs> a lot of uh uh you know a lot of people's uh <laughs> a lot of people can can uh emulate or they you know they resonate with saint nick at the council of nicaea right he probably or you say St. Nick probably learned from Peter. No, I'm just, I'm joking, <laughs> but uh, St. Nick hated heresy so much that he punched the guy. I, I don't recommend we do that, but, but yeah, Javon blue. Okay. So you, you, you remember me saying that I, I said it would happen and guess what folks, I, I think there's more development. We, we actually don't know how much has a developed because He's not really putting his theology out there like that. It's kind of this slow progression. Sometimes I, it's it's caused by me, me kind of uh, piecing it together. And so, um, you know, sometimes I can tell by like Twitter, um, what he likes on Twitter. Maybe that's an indication of something he now believes. Uh, something as obvious as this, as him now saying, like I said, just a few years ago, he was celebrating Christmas. He, you know. But now he's he's condemning it. All right. All, all of it. <laughs> see, you, you, you're learning church history as well here. So this see, this show is very. Uh, <laughs> uh, saint Nick wasn't a saint. OK, well, that's your opinion. But the he was at the Council of Nicaea, and that's generally where the arguments go back to uh, the the idea of like giving gifts. And so, uh, yeah. MB2, hey, bro, quick question. What study Bible do you recommend? I like the ESV. I like the NASB. Um, There are many good study. uh, So ESV study Bible, you'll definitely have a better chance of getting something like that because they do a better job of promoting and selling. (laughs) So uh, and so, yeah, so probably the ESV as far as, you know, something like that. But yeah. (laughs) yeah that's one of those guys sit around the campfire i'm gonna tell you the old story of old saint nick uh punching Arius (laughs) at the council of nicaea (laughs) you know one of those kind of like stories you sit down and tell the kids for the first time you know so (laughs) but yeah so um yeah if you're watching i see we got almost 30 people watching right now uh why don't you click the like button if you haven't you know show some love uh Easter is coming. Get ready to see what he going to say then. Oh, yeah, I know. Right. I mean, and guess what? He'll get mad, too. But, uh, you know, I celebrate Easter as well because I remember at that time the resurrection of Christ. Just like Christmas for me and those who I, 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 I fellowship with, Christmas is about the incarnation. Easter is about the resurrection. And so I have no shame of, of saying I, I celebrate those. Because I actually believe those are biblical. We, we're called to remember the incarnation, and and we're called to remember the resurrection. So I see no point in time of having a season where those events are particularly maybe more in our mind than they would be on other uh, other seasons. There's there's nothing unbiblical about that. Um, I mean, if you want to condemn someone for for, for that, I mean, wow, they are much. Uh, bigger issues like the trinity or the deity of christ you know <laughs> you better stop playing with K up and his research skills i'm telling you man i mean you know <laughs> it's what i do you know it's what i do and so i i yeah i'm concerned for for ishan uh, and, and this 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 actually shows a bigger concern of how he handles the text um not just oh he doesn't celebrate christmas because i told you guys i don't i i, I haven't had a a christmas tree in my house for years um i haven't you know uh me and my wife we haven't given gifts particularly on christmas day in years but i don't condemn anyone who who uh who does it because it's not wrong it's not sin the bible does not uh speak against it uh Kato, thank you for your answer i just came out of a one is called i now lean towards trinity now, thank God for Seiko Woods' video for getting me out of it. Wow, wow, what a what a testimony right there that the Lord brought you out of cultic views like the oneness Unitarian view, and now you are affirming the biblical doctrine of the Trinity. Man, that you know what that that deserves one of these. You know, yeah. show some love, show some love, show some love. <laughs> uh, I, I I would disagree. I think for most people. They're they're saying they celebrate it in the way I do. Most people who are serious about the faith, um, they um, they they celebrate the resurrection and the incarnation. Um, I was once a firm believer. Aaron David says I was once a firm believer that Jeremiah ten was about the Christmas tree, but other translations help me understand that it's talking about idol making and worshiping. Absolutely, I mean that's, it's very clear from the uh, from the context. That's the point of Jeremiah. Um, so we can't import our modern understandings into um, into the text. It's it's kind of like reading about the wheels and uh, Ezekiel. And you think that he's talking about a Mercedes or something like, you know, a car or something or <laughs> as uh, one West Hebrew is like says, well, that's clearly talking about spaceships. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> wow, Ezekiel, imagine him thinking about that, you know. I was once in a Hebrews like cult now I'm at one with the Lord Jesus Christ man you guys keep it going man keep it going man that that that's beautiful man since you know like I said the Lord took you out of uh that cult. and now you have true peace, not based on skin tone, not based on this superiority of uh of ethnic uh hierarchy. Because even in Isiah Burgundy, there is an ethnic uh, focal point in his view. Um, Happy New Year, Denise. Uh, matter of fact, speaking of that, I do have a video coming out where I'm going to be speaking on uh, the charismatic New Year uh, prophecies. You know how they do at the beginning of the year. You know it's your season and all. So be be uh, looking looking out for that. Also. Let me also post this because, uh, some of you guys may be interested in this, um, right now, if you go to Logos, 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 Hey, uh, you know, don't, don't condemn me for my pronunciation, you Greek fanatics out there, <laughs> but you can get 30% off right now on any of the softwares you use. And, um. It'll be helpful. So you get 30% off right now if you use this, exclusively this link. If you go to Logos.com, it's it's not going to be the 30% off. You have to exclusively use this link. And this offer is available until December 31st, December 30th at 1159 p.m. So guess what, guys? You got to, hey, you got a couple, got a day or two maybe to think about it if you want it. But like I said, I do want to offer this to you guys. And so, so yeah. And so uh, Jeremiah 10 is not about Christmas, Does that? but that doesn't mean that celebrating Christmas is a good way to honor and bring glory to God. And so, so, so like I said, I, I've made this distinction, but because I believe uh, Christmas is primarily about the incarnation of Christ, then I couldn't think of many other ways that would give God more glory or give God honor then thinking about when his son came into the world to say for the sole purpose of saving sinners. And so, um, so yeah, uh, I mean, we, we, maybe we would just have to disagree there. So hopefully, hopefully <laughs> like I said, even if you say, okay, Christmas is wrong. I, I don't think people should celebrate it. I don't think it's pagan, but I just choose not to. Okay. All right. That's, that's fine. Um, and so, Hey, hopefully you can still watch uh, <laughs> my videos and my ministry because the the my videos are not about uh, holidays or anything like that. It's primarily about uh, uh, doctrine and things like that. So, uh, Redeem says, "I was ain't tree ain't Christmas. I guess he's saying not the tree for Christmas for years. When I called myself mother said the Lord over twenty years. I am not." into the gift giving because it's about Christ. Hey, I'm cool with that. And plus you're a bit frugal. I hey I totally get it. <laughs> I totally get it. Uh you know. Have I had to break fellowship with another believer over the Christmas tree issue? No, it's never been. Because I've I've never known anyone to worship it. Um <laughs> like I said, I've never known someone saying I must have a tree in my home. I I I've never known anyone that many of the, you know, extremists out there are saying it's pagan and it's, and it's idolatry and worship. I've never gone into someone home and they're just like kneeling down and, Oh, now it's, you know, <laughs> I've never seen any worship of the Christmas tree. You know, all these guys are talking about. And so, um, no, it's never been an issue. Uh, would you agree that there are several customs within Christmas that have origins in paganism, oil burning mistletoes? um, like I said, I, I I don't know any Chris uh, Christians that that do, do do that 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 I am speaking personally. Um, and I I don't know, so I'd have to look into those origins, them being pagan uh, primarily, and also the intention of of what they are today as well. And so, so we we have to be very careful. We have to be very careful of saying, well, hey pagans use this custom like this oh and people are using it um you know um in a way let me let me give an example so obviously um you know we see the tree example but also you know people have made idols out of metal right so just because you can see a similarity with someone making an idol out of metal and someone having, let's say someone has a statue made out of metal It will be illogical to come to the conclusion is that's idolatry. But so so it's you have to be careful of using some kind of comparative uh, example like that, I I, I tend to go with are they using it in the same manner in the same intention? As those pagan customs, not just some brief, not just some similar. Oh, well, it's a mistletoe mistletoe up. Yep. Pagan automatically. We have to be careful with uh, simplistic, comparative uh, analysis like that. And so um, hopefully that was helpful for your question, Aaron. And so. um, So, yeah, if there's any more questions around the subject of of Christmas, particularly not other subjects, you know, let's let's keep it on on, um, um, you know, on topic, because Biggie Hootie, you said you would email me. Uh, So please. Please don't do this because, you know, I, I, I want uh, people to respect uh, my channel, respect the topic. And if you're going to be going on rants about something else, hey, well, we'll have to deal with that appropriately. So did you see Dayton's response on Twitter? I believe Ishan tweet sparked it. No, I didn't see it. Hold on. Maybe maybe I should go look at it. Hold on. Now, now you got me. Uh, <laughs> now you got me interested. Let's see here. Oh, okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Maybe this is it. Hold on, hold on. Is this it? Yeah, I think this is it right here. Hold on. Hmm. okay hold on yeah <laughs> he says so he talks about puerto rican celebrate on christmas eve the 25th day when you clean up all the gift wrapping and you enjoy your gifts <laughs> that's pretty funny uh oh okay then he defines the word pagan so i guess some people uh was telling him christmas pagan he says, Pagan, a person person holding religious beliefs other than those of the main world religions, worshipers of other gods. If you choose not to celebrate Christmas because it's pagan, cool. Obey your conviction. I respect that. But here's what I can't respect. Your inconsistencies. Absolutely. First inconsistency. You bash people celebrating Christmas. A holiday conceived that its origin with ungodly intent while using social media to do that. A platform conceived that its origins with ungodly intent. <laughs> but I can see why you use social media. Okay, yeah. So wow, he went on a long rant, or I don't even want to call it a rant, but a you know, a discussion about Christmas. And so yeah, maybe. Okay, maybe that's what uh, uh, I don't know, ignited, <laughs> Ishan. Um. So yeah. Let's see. Now someone wants to know about yoga. <laughs> uh, I, I guess it would depend. Like if you're just speaking about the stretching, I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't think that's pagan, but you know, there is pagan, uh, stuff involved in yoga. Uh, so yeah, it would, you have to be more specific. Appreciate it, Erica. <laughs> I've had people leave my, uh, unsubscribe and unfollow me for, for simpler reasons. Uh, just because I'm a Baptist, so I, I I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Uh, let's see. Yep. Yeah, so, so yeah, yeah. That's probably what uh started it all. Uh, Ishan's, uh Oh, so funny enough, he's talking about the second inconsistency. Inconsistency is uh, well, it's like there's a lot of uh paganism with the origin of hip hop. But here you are rapping. (laughs) That's funny. That's true. Uh, cell phones. And so yeah, so yeah, so he's just going in. So maybe that's what. Let me hold on. Let me see what time. Okay, December twenty fifth, two thirty two. Let me see what time Ishan started posting. Uh, let's see. Let's see, let's see. Well, no, he posted before that. So maybe, maybe Dayton is actually responding to him. Cause he's, a cause, uh, Dayton, Dayton actually was late to the game, so to speak. And it seems like if anybody's responding, it might be, um, actual, um, Dayton, because uh, Eshawn Burgundy uh, posted that an hour or a day before um, Dayton did, and so I even a couple of days because I think the first tweet was on the 21st, and so, so yeah, so, so yeah, I'm probably gonna uh, oh, okay, that's what you meant, okay, cool, yeah, 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 so like I said, cool, cool, cool. So yeah, like um, I'm not anti-holiday. Uh, well, let me say this, because <laughs> most people, my wife probably thinks I'm the Grinch. Because <laughs> growing up, I never really celebrated holidays and 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 um, like birthdays and Christmas. So like my wife would be like, "What you want to do for your birthday?" I'm like, "Just chill," you know, just because I don't have that same sentimental cultural kind of nostalgia like some people do, and so. Uh. Um. And so, uh, yeah, I I don't really do holidays just because that that's. But I'm not condemning people for who who do it. He says, so do we say we do yoga stretches that resemble the patterns that are actually part of a pagan practice, but do so with the intent of emptying our minds and such. Well, okay, if you're gonna if you're doing all that, yeah, I'll, of yeah, of course I would say uh, you're in error. Um. If, if that's all involved in uh, yoga and stuff do you know of any place in the Bible where uh, b-day celebrations are spoken of favorably? yeah absolutely <laughs> uh, at Christ's birth I mean he's literally come to worship worship by three men they come and bring him gifts um, and so um, yeah that 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 seems to be the most obvious one um, in the Bible. And so, um, you know, yeah, so I, I, I would, uh, say that one. I'd have to think a little more deeper about some, some other ones, but you know, Christ's uh, birthday was celebrated by, uh, by others. And so, (laughs) so it's just interesting. And so, um. Well, th- l- let me say this: the Bible is not giving an exhaustive view on every holiday. As far as like, um, here's the text that I usually go to. Let me, uh, matter of fact, let me use my Logos Bible software to to do this. Um, let's see. Ch-ch-ch-ch-ch. Where is it at? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Colossians 2, uh, verse 16. Therefore, no one is to act as your judge in regard to food or drink in respect to a festival or a new moon or a Sabbath day. These things which are a mere shadow of what is to come, but the substance belongs to Christ. So, man, if you just want to celebrate, obviously, if it's sin, right, we don't celebrate the sinful... Uh, aspects of holidays but if you want to celebrate a holiday you know there's there's no um, um, there's no commands to to not do so so yeah Um, so yeah so yeah Mm -hmm. they don't bring his gifts when he's born some say it's up to two years later. Well, the the okay. If if even if you want to go with that point, if they did bring gifts, you know the the myrrh and uh, things like that. But um, the point is they brought him gifts, you know, to celebrate his incarnation, his birth, you know, the son of God being born. And so yeah, um, good to see you, Rob. Yeah yeah yeah. Bad exegesis. <laughs> So, yeah, um, is there any record of Christ and the apostles celebrating his birth or being told to keep it in observance? Uh, not particularly. But the point is, is it wrong if we remember his birth? And, and oh, you can you can say by reference of uh, the Lord's Supper. Right. Uh, we not only is it celebrating his life. You can say his life by virtue of being born, that's celebrated. Um But, you know, obviously that particularly the resurrection is celebrated by the uh, Lord's Supper, but there are other implications. And so there is no specific command to celebrate his birth, but I don't think it's uh, sinful. Um, I, I think we should I think we should reflect on it, you know, so. Kind of off topic, but I was wondering how Hebrew Israelites get around his this verse when talking about Edomites in Deuteronomy 23, 7. (laughs) <laughs> uh, let me bring that verse up I'll show you what they do with it <laughs> you're gonna laugh it says oh where am I okay where? See, there we go it says you shall not detest an Edomite for he is your brother and so they'll usually stop at there and they'll say well that Edomite that's actually uh, a Israelite who has gone off to pagan practices and so it's not an actual Edomite it's actually an Israelite who's who's just pagan. He's in a Edomite state of mind. And so that's what they do with that verse. And so <laughs> hopefully that answers your question. But yeah, that's you know, they don't really care anything about context because you look if you look at the latter half of the verse. It says for he is your brother, you shall not detest an Egyptian because you were an alien in his land. So you have to answer the question. When did the uh, or they'll say things like, well, that's speaking of the southern kingdom but when did the Southern kingdom uh, taken captive, the Northern kingdom uh, you know, clearly, or in his land, clearly that, you know, that, that didn't happen. And so that they, they have to play around with the words because it doesn't, um, <laughs> it doesn't actually uh, you know, concord with their own doctrine. And so, yeah, I, I actually did bring this up verse up to, uh, to, uh, Hebrew Israelite and that was what he told me recently. And so that's why I kind of know that interpretation right off uh my head. And so um so yeah, so yeah. Let me let me, let me look at the word Edomite. Uh okay, a group of pe- Semitic people living south of the Dead Sea. Uh let me see if I can get a if it'll give me a Let's, let me see if y'all can hear it yeah hear that dome <laughs> so yeah uh man I'm really liking this log off software man uh it's it's very helpful uh just in the uh so yeah are you celebrating God in truth if Christ was not actual born December 25th when did I say anything about December 25th when did I say anything about December twenty fifth? I did not. So, I said around this season is the time I celebrate, particularly the incarnation. Not that I don't, I don't do it other times as well, but particularly this is a time where I I do think about it, and I don't I don't believe there's nothing wrong with recognizing, celebrating, honoring, worshiping even. The time that my Savior, Jesus Christ, who is fully God, fully man, who came into the world to save sinners, which I am. And so, so, yeah, nothing wrong with that. Is Hebrews strengthening or weakening in terms of numbers and influence? I would say they're strengthening. Um, I would say uh, they are. Uh, sh- they are strengthening. Um, just from my observation. uh and see so so they may hear this as a see the Lord is blessing us. Well, cults do grow. And so that that should be not be no surprise to anybody who who studied cults who uh you know, who deal with other religions. Yeah, other religions grow, other cults grow, so um but we should be eager to um dismantle that truth with with the truth. <laughs> and so yeah. But if anybody has any more questions, I will uh Yeah, he talks about the church history uh dating of the birth. I know so so you have you have two different datings or two different times. You, some around the time of December to January is when uh scholars believe that he was born. Um and so um so yeah. Oh, so so the issue about uh you know Santa Claus, let let me address that. Yeah, so I don't have kids, but if I do have kids, I will not teach them about Santa. Right. Because you have to do things like lie to them and things like that. And so. Um. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. To this question. <laughs> absolutely. That's that's one of my. Uh, one of my, you know, reasons why I think it is. Um. But yeah, to the issue of Santa. Yeah, I, I, I will not teach Santa. You know, there's I will not recognize Santa as a figure involved in Christmas. that's why i said i the the commercialization of christmas i reject but that is not the true intended meaning of of, of christ you you hear the phrase it's cheesy it's it's um um you know let me see uh it, it's cheesy yeah it's cheesy but you know keeping christ in christmas yes because that's the actual point in christmas um it's keeping christ in christmas it's not it's not about santa it's not about rudolph uh, it's not about all those other things. Um and so yeah, that's the commercialization. Uh, have you hold on, let me see. Have you heard any Hebrew that use Amos five twenty one to say God is green? Reading the verse in context. It's obvious it's not. Uh let me let me see what Amos five twenty one says. Amos five twenty one. It says, "I hate, I reject your feasts, nor do, nor do I delight in your solemn assemblies." Well, I, I do think I have heard that verse, but again, they have the same kind of a um, point that they do in a what Jeremiah Jeremiah text we brought up, Jeremiah ten. Um, they had no concept of Christmas, and any nowhere in the Bible did they have a concept of Christmas, and so to try to make any kind of um, as if. Amos or Jeremiah arguing against Christmas is uh insane. (laughs) Maybe maybe one day I'll have to participate in the Black Hebrews light section of Lagos. So so yes, maybe so. Um. So yeah, hope hopefully that was helpful. Hopefully that uh you know all those things are helpful. Let me say this: there there are because many people like see oh feast days. well, Christmas is not a feast day. Um, it's not a <laughs> it's not a feast day. Um, it's you know what what did he say? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's 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 not a festival. You know, um, it's it's not. A, so, like I said, particularly the 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 point. Remember the 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 definition of Christmas I've I've given is a as a time and period where we remember the the birth of Christ you have we have to ask ourselves okay is that sinful and you say okay well clearly not you know so um you don't you know you could say hey look i i prefer not to call it that term that that's totally fine with me i'm 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 I'm, i am not your your holy spirit i'm i'm not your your conscience like hey if you don't want to worship if you say look i don't even want to do all that fine my point is the liberty for other people to say this particular time and season, I, my family, my church like to celebrate Christmas because we particularly remember the incarnation of Christ, the point in our savior was born. And so. Well, uh, yeah, and, and the people that I know at my church, uh, none of them are, are doing the whole Santa thing, um, the Rudolph thing, uh, it, it's particularly a time season where we dwell on the incarnation uh, particularly reformed people you know um you know <laughs> uh view christmas in that light as well um uh, and so yeah you might you might get the word of faith people i don't know maybe then they'll they'll do the whole santa stuff but yeah i, w- I would tell someone it's not best to do that because yeah you like i said you're lying to your kids that santa's going to bring you gifts and all that and so it gets it gets into practical issues like that and so so, yeah, I think I'm going to shut it down right here, man. Uh, guys, if you're watching the video, make sure you give it a like. Make sure you're subscribed if you're not. Click the notification bell just right down below. Just right down below. Um, so you can be aware when I drop new content. I'm trying to do more regular content. If you're liking the the live videos, let me know because I'm, I'm trying to do more lives. But it, it seems like many people are because we've been getting a decent amount of number of people watching live. So I appreciate that. So let me know how you like in the live videos, but like I said, like the video, subscribe to the channel, click the notification bell. So you can be aware of future content guys, pray for Ishaan Burgundy, pray that the Lord would, would bring him out of this uh, mindset of this ideology of the black Hebrew Israelites. Uh, Pray that the Lord would essentially reconcile him if he is not saved. Um, and so um, and, and with all that goes into it, there's so many issues I probably don't know uh, in that in, in that regards to his uh, situation, um, the temptations he faces as far as um, the Hebrew Israelite situation. So I say I to say, hey, we should be praying for him, praying that he would come to know the Lord in truth and the Lord would open his eyes, you know, uh, Um, obviously salvation is a miracle. And so, um, yeah, till the next time, guys, you know how we do it here at All Things Theology.